Hey, girl. Hi, are you? I'm good. Thank you. How you doing? I'm good. Is my phone good? It's not cutting in and out, is it? It did it, I guess, maybe two minutes ago, but it only stayed out on my end for like four or five seconds, I guess. Okay. All right, y'all. This is my girl, one of my best friends, my best rev sis, Ashley Rooks, a.k.a. Praise and Worship Leader, a.k.a. Savage, a.k.a. Mama, a.k.a. Wife, a.k.a. Everything else. <laughs> so, y'all, please help me to love on my sis. Ash, go on ahead and tell the people a little bit about you. There's someone here who don't know you. My cousin don't know who you are. There's some others who don't know who you are. So just kind of give them a little bit about you and what you want them to know. Well, well, hey, hey, everybody. First, Tiff, thank you for having me on tonight. I feel honored, girl. Uh, but let's see. So my name is Ashley, Ashley Rooks. Um, I am a wife to Stephen of 19 years. Yes, I know, right? Long time. Uh, two kids, Shay and Shane. Shay out living her best life in college. Shane being smart and, and inquisitive and just, just asking so many questions and learning lots. Um, <laughs> pretty much said it all. I'm from Oklahoma. I'm an Okie from Muskogee. I'm an original OG. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> you said it all. Let's see. I am a minister in word and in song, uh, praise and worship leader. I'm a woman of God. I love Jesus. I love God. Y'all don't love God. What's wrong with you? Um, and I like to laugh. If you know me, you know, I like to laugh. I can laugh with you, beside you, or I can laugh at you. However you want it, we, we, but we gonna laugh. So that's me. I think Tiff is glitching again. <laughs> yes, sis, I don't know if it's just my phone, but yours goes in and out too. Um, is that both of us? I don't know. Y'all okay. tell us. Yeah, so not like now you do it. See, now, now you're frozen. Oh. Now you do it. But I can see myself moving. Me too. <laughs> that devil a lie. He don't want what to be said tonight, said. But it's gonna be said. He don't know who he messed him with. But it's all right. Okay, the Pam gave us a thumbs up, so be good. Joy is okay. froze, Pam. I don't know. Okay. Just keep rolling. It's okay. Bacon said keep going, so we're gonna keep going. All right. Okay, so you know this month we've been talking about identity and trauma, and trauma is something we have all experienced. And so we are on the heels of talking about trauma. We've talked about um, family trauma. We've talked about spiritual trauma. We've talked about um, relationship trauma. We've talked about friendship trauma, um, just trauma in general. I think we've all have experienced that in various capacities. Yeah. And so what I want you to do is just share, um, just share um, a trauma that you um, had to recover from or a trauma that you questioned if you could recover from and did. All right. Um, I mean, I think that's all of us, uh, relationships, 
friendships, boyfriend, girl friendships. I mean, in this 41 years of life, I've seen it all. You know, I've had sunshine and rain. I've had joy and pain. But unfortunately, a lot of my trauma that made me question things, made me question God, it happened in the church. Yeah. Sadly. And, I, and from what I've been seeing and what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing on this podcast, that's true for a few people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that would be my major one for me. I mean, because honestly, in relationships and life, things like that, you know my motto, Tiff, you know, I peep a lot of stuff. I just don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not shy by any means, but I'm quiet and I just watch, you know, and then how you move determines how I move. And right. the scripture, it's in what Proverbs 4, I want to say, one of my favorite, um, above all else, guard your heart because everything you do has to flow from it and before i even knew christ and was in god i was used i was doing that already and i didn't even know it was the first so that's why mm -hmm. that verse now that i know god and i have a relationship with him and the joy that he's given me can't nobody take it away that is still my favorite verse above all else guard yeah. my heart because I got some stuff to say. I got some stuff to preach about. I got stuff to sing about. I have some some yokes that God's going to use through me to be broken to where I got to guard my heart because if my heart ain't right. If it's filthy, if it's raggedy and nasty, what am I going to spew out onto the people? That's what am right. I going to spew out onto my kids? What yeah. am I going to spew out onto my husband? So above all else, I've always guarded my heart. I guess that's why I don't say much, but I just peep a lot. So I was doing that before I knew God, but Anyway, back to the to the trauma. It was it was church for me. And it was when I was tip, I guess, maybe 16, 17. Mm -hmm. And okay, so I'm from a small town in mm -hmm. Oklahoma. And I'm not gonna use anybody's names or whatnot, but my church was like one of the it churches in town, right? Like preaching was good, you know. I love good singing, so I ain't going to be a part of nothing that ain't popping off in the singing <laughs> department. So I love good singing. So we were a choir that would travel, you know, to concerts and musicals and um, events, nursing homes. We did outreach. Like, it was just a, the place to be. So we were just one of the well-known Black Baptist churches in my town. Mm -hmm. okay. And so um, something that just affected me that st stuck with me was an incident that happened with uh, a minister there mm -hmm. and got into some trouble some legal trouble things like that and when i tell you you know how people say when you're even though you didn't do it or you had nothing to do with it because you're connected with that person they believe that birds of a feather flock together and that can fall on you but at the age i was at i'm y'all i'm 16 17 so the trauma that came out of it for me is that pretty much I got bullied for being a church kid or bullied for being of service for the kingdom mm -hmm. in the middle of all this mess. Now, mind you, you 16 or 17 at that age and you just then getting to know Christ, you know, you can either go right or you can go left. You know, because you're seeking God, you're chasing after God. And that's what I was doing. And singing was my outlet. And when I say bullied, meaning like, you know, because, you know, I ain't no punk. You know, if you want to do, you want to go, we can go. But when I say bully, 
I mean, like, okay, instance, like I would be on the school bus and, you know, some girls or whatnot would be like, look at her. That's why her so-and-so, her her pastor or her preacher, that's why he about to go to jail. That's why he did it. That's why he, and look at her. I bet, I bet she wearing some clothes now from the church. You know, the church bought them clothes. Them ties ain't going to, I mean, like they was like, like giving it to me. Right. And it made me to question God at that moment, like, is this what church is? You know, if this is what church is about, I don't have to be here. I can get this out on the street. I can be out there sleeping around, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, gossiping, cursing, doing what I want to do and get the same reaction with these same girls. And Tip, it got so bad to where I kind of shut down a little bit as far as singing. You know, as, if anybody on here who can saying what, what do you always get asked sing something for me girl do sing something and it would get to the point where i'd be like no nah. or i'd shy away from it because if i sung what i was afraid of the conversation that would lead yes afterwards oh well do you sing in church and then i i, I became ashamed i became i was mad i was hurt i was ashamed i was embarrassed I was so many things because of the adversity and things that were going on in my church home and everyone knew about it. And it kind of made me stagnant and made my walk with God just kind of come to a halt. Like, you know, I was just young and I was like, man, this is a mess. So for me, that was really a big trauma. Now, all is well now. When I go home, I still go to my home church. And that person I'm speaking about, he did what he had to do. And he's still there. And he's still, you know, Janine said something a couple of weeks ago whenever she was on. And I had to go back and, back and watch the replay. And she said something to the effect, you know, even church, church people are human, you know, and, and we all know about grace 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 it abounds you have to show grace you have you you are we don't earn it we don't deserve it but god shows it to us every day and i'm grateful that my hometown that the that his peers or whatnot have shown grace uh because he's still out there he's a good person he was still fighting for the community naacp he'd give you the shirt off his back made a made a bad decision yeah uh, but that was some trauma for me because it was at such Tiff, such a pivotal moment in my life to where I was like, man, I don't want no parts of this church mess. Man, y'all can miss me with that. Mm -hmm. So, so that was, that was a big part of trauma for me. That's real. And at that, at that time, and even going through that process, um, not feeling like you could recover, um, obviously you did. So talk to us and walk us through your process of recovering, because it's not just me getting healed, but it's me being able to trust in God again at a different level. Part of me recovering is me being able to be around church people or be, you know, still um, letting him uh, stir up the gift and still trusting that even if this did happen again, I can still be okay i won't be pushed all the way back like it won't it won't take a blow to me like it did the first time so walk us through your process of recovering and what that looked like for you 
for me, it was just staying around the right people. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even know, I knew there was a calling on my life early on. So for me to use, I'm going to use current terminology, but back then I knew nothing about what it meant. But yeah. I spent time back then in my secret place. Didn't know what a secret place was. But when I say that, I mean my alone time with God. Right. Like I knew there was a gift of song and melody always in me. So if I was alone, I would just journal. And those words turned into a song or turned into a melody. And sometimes you have to, Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Faith, yeah. and there's your song right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. And you have to lean and depend on God, trust on God. And the little word that I had in me, because I've been in church all my life, the little word that I had in me was enough to get me to the next step. It was enough to keep me from falling. It yeah. was enough to be the lifter of my head. I mean, because Tiff, they was coming. And I left this part out. Okay, so like, um, even in the middle of all this drama, right? One of my good friends that I sung with and traveled with, and we still good to this day. We good to this day. And we really didn't have a problem then. But we, out of y'all gonna laugh at this part, but we were kind of almost like in like a love triangle, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we were in high school, right? So she's my singing buddy, my friend at church. And the same guy, we're basically liking the same guy or dating the same guy almost. And I won't even, I, I can't even say, I can't even, I can't even say really dating. He telling her one thing, come and telling me the same thing. Oh, okay. And Typical. Right. And we, the outside people looking in knew we were friends, knew we sung together, knew we traveled together, but they knew what he was doing. And they tried to play it up more than that. So on top of all this other drama, girl, I'm 16 and in the middle of a love triangle. And can I just say that thank God for grace. <laughs> thank God for grace because we and her both dodged a bullet, okay? She's still singing, doing her thing, living her best life, and I'm doing my thing. Baby, we we, we dodged a bullet. Yes, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot going on. And now I can look back at it all and laugh, obviously, and just thank God and sit here and be a witness and say, oh, but for grace. Oh, yeah. but for mercy. Oh, but for God being a peace giver, a sustainer, because he really is. Because it, it could have went another way. Yeah. It really could have went another way. Uh, that could have broke me. You know, at 16, 17, it really could have broke me. What if that trauma, that situation would have aborted what God implanted in me? What if I allowed right. it to? That's real. That's real. Because that those are some, at, at, at that age, like our feelings are really real to us. You know what I mean? Getting mm -hmm. wrapped up in that and right. then we're right. serious. Our God is really real to us. So yeah, that yeah. that's a lot. So let me yeah. ask you this, uh, sis. What has trauma taught you? Not just that trauma, but all the trauma that you can think of at this moment, the, the traumas that are coming to um, surface. What has trauma taught you? Girl, it's taught me that I am so much stronger than I ever thought yeah. I would. It's 
taught me that I have so much tenacity. It's taught me that my voice matters. It's taught me to stand on my true feelings. Um, it's allowed me to learn how to keep steadfast, keep moving, but know how to get in a quiet place and focus, tune out everybody else and focus on God's voice. Because trauma, especially in the day and time we living in, it can take you out. Yeah. And you have to learn how to focus out the noise. I was talking to trying to encourage um a choir member the other day and she was like, How do you how do you not let all everything bother you? How do you not how 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 do you because you act like nothing bothers you. And I was like, oh, it bothers me. Things bother me. Life bothers me. Church bothers me. Church people bother me. Right. Um, but, I'm at, but I'm at a place of maturity in God. Right. I know where my help comes from. I know how to sit down, tap in to the spirit, and allow it to calm me. And I know how to speak in the spirit before my flesh speaks. I've had to train myself to do that because baby, when I tell you that this tongue is wicked, you know, if you a sister, a sister, sister, uh, we could cut you with our tongue. And I know me, I know me, I'm an, on top of all that, I'm an Aries. And Steve tells me all the time, girl, you are so mean. I don't know why people love you. And I'm like, babe, I'm not mean. I just don't put up with the, with the mess and I say what I need to say in love, but you're going to get it. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah. So that, let me ask you this, cause you said that's what trauma has taught you period. What has trauma taught you about yourself? Because you know, when we go through these different um, trauma periods or we go through these trauma experiences, it really does teach you something about yourself. Not only does it teach you, like you said, that you are stronger and you matter, but it also shows me that, I'm a lot more mature in this situation than I thought I was because mm -hmm. see, had this been a year or two or a month ago or a week ago or an hour ago, I know how I would have responded. But because <laughs> I have grown so much yeah. in Christ, I didn't realize how much I've grown because let's be honest, we don't know when we have grown. Like when we try on clothes, when we get older with our children, we know we've grown because when we try to put on something, it no longer fits. And so when that's it right there. When trauma experiences happen, when we are faced with those type of um, situations, I think at that moment we realize what used to fit, which was um, the clapbacks. What used to fit was, I'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you. It doesn't fit anymore. But instead, grace fits. What instead, maturity fits. So at that moment, you begin to see yourself differently. So tell me how has trauma past or present how what has it taught you about you personally it has taught me about me that i really am fearfully and wonderfully made it has taught me that where the word says that your your words have power i understand that now about myself and i tell ashley your words do have power they do mean something um 
man, that, that's a good question. It just, I'm just, I can smile in the face of the enemy. I know now I have about, I know I have restraint and I know how yeah. to use it, to use it. And I also know how and when to lash out. I know how to be the lion and I also know how to be the lamb. That's what I've learned about myself. Um, I, I'm paraphrasing this scripture, but I had to tell someone the other day, I was like, man, flesh almost crept out, but I had to then take a deep breath and say, you know what? For the one who has called me is holy. So my response shall be holy. That's it. I've learned about myself that I can, can't control what others say or do to me, but I know I can control how I react and what I say to them. And when you don't give the enemy what the enemy is trying to pull out of you, that defeats him and that stops him in, it, in his tracks right there. He can hear the word all day. Yep, that is so. He can see you reading it all day, but baby, when he see you acting on it and living it out, that's when he trembles. That's when he bows down at the Absolutely. feet of Jesus. When I can sing about it all day. I can allow God to use me all day long to break yokes and to deliver and just use me how he want to use me. But on Monday, if I go back to being shut in and shut off, I have done nothing. Yeah. So that's so good. You know, you said something really powerful and I love it. And I want to kind of touch on it. You said we defeat the enemy when we don't give in to what he wants us to give in to, when we start living and acting out the word. And what I heard was we become a manifestation of the word when we're quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. We're yeah. a manifestation of the word whenever we overcome evil by doing good. We're a manifestation of the word whenever we choose to allow our conversation to be full of grace and season with salt so we'll have the right response for everyone. And that's what I yeah. love about this question. So really what trauma has taught me about me is that I, I can become a manifestation of the word. If he came down through 42 and yeah. 42 generations to dwell among me, then why not learn why he dwelt among us? Even though I was not physically here, the Bible lets me know that the same earth that I'm living on, he was here and he did all these things. Why can I not do the same thing? He's given me a clear right. manual and instruction on how to do this. And when I choose yeah. not to be quiet, because I'm honking, because I'm meek, and I'm obedient to what God is requiring of me, it gives me an opportunity to be a manifestation of his word, which means somebody is watching who needs to see the word at work. So therefore, mm -hmm. when it's witnessing time, it's easier for that seed to be planted and watered and for God to give the increase. So my trauma really ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's for the betterment of me and for mm -hmm. everyone around me. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation through text the other day about what was a uh, purpose and calling. Mm -hmm. You know, your, all things work together for the good of those That's who are it. called. All things. All means all. It means everything. It means everything that's bitter, sweet, nasty, trashy, loving, kind, not so loving, not so kind. All the things that hurt. Addict. All the things that, <laughs> yes. All of that. Because when I tell you, you know, when I tell you, and you, <laughs> I ask God all the time, God, why, 
why have you chosen me to live the life or the calling that you put on my life? Because you know, I'm not worthy. Lord, if, you know, sometimes I'll be like, actually, have you been saved or did you just get saved yesterday? Because you almost <laughs> That's real. So because real. I, like the song say, I, I don't even know the name of the song. Joy, you help me out. Type it in there. I was going, driving to work the other morning and he went, the guy that said, uh, uh, I looked at my watch, I got time today. And that part where he say, I can, we, we can keep it cordial, we can keep it gangster. How you want to go about it? Some days I have that. I'm like, you know, we can keep it whole hell. We can get it gangster. How you want to go about it? Which actually you want today? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that is the truth. And yeah. so I have come a long way, a long way. And Steve, my husband, he won't admit it, but he knows I've come a long way too. Because <laughs> some, some things, you know, he thinks I'm going to get so upset about or he think I'll blow up about and I'm calm. And I'm like, see, babe, six months ago, this would have been a different story. Exactly. <laughs> so I just have to, you have to die to the flesh daily. Daily, man. Daily, daily. In season and out of season. Trauma, no trauma. Who is that laughing? Is that Joya? <laughs> Probably. Yes, honey. You know, she's quick uh, with them emojis. Yes, yes, Sean, Sean McGee, sis, I know. These holy <laughs> hands. These holy hands on Saturday, and I will shout you on Sunday. Do you hear me? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, she ain't, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> now, I love what you said. The trauma is the betterment of me because it brings me to the next question. Am I better after this traumatic experience? Because sometimes, you know, we, I'll, I'll talk about me. There have been moments in my traumatic experience where I did have a moment of bitterness because I was upset. I was upset that it happened. And I ain't gonna right. lie, I was upset because I didn't handle it the way my flesh wanted to. I wanted to fight. So I was mad yeah. because I didn't fight. You so mad now, at yourself because you didn't fight, right? I didn't fight. I mean, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm feeling this way. So I might as well go out with a bang and go this gone throw down you know and i'm not the person who is quick to fight back in the day yes because i didn't bother anybody i wasn't big on talking right. noise i'm like we ain't gonna do all this talking we gonna fight or what so i knew how to defend myself and i was pretty good at it yeah yeah <laughs> so i got bitter because of that and i think the bitterness at at some point i had people around me that was like you know this ain't you you allow this stuff to eat you up and it was like okay so i went through this experience and i'm still feeling this way so where do i need to go back to the drawing board so i don't feel this way because now this is no longer on the experience my feelings of bitterness is on me so when you say it's the betterment of me how am i better after this traumatic experience and how do i know that i'm better after this traumatic experience oh i'm gonna speak answer that question i guess from a mother standpoint okay. the trauma for me i know was had to happen to be to bring out the betterment of me because i was going to have some uh, a mini me coming gotcha and i know there's a calling on her life she has a relationship and i'm saying i'm using shaley as an example because she's the girl of the two of course and she is me um 
the trauma had to happen. It was necessary to happen. I had to be broken. I had to be uh, uh, perplexed. I had to be. I had to be put down to nothing. I had to be. I had to be shaken. I had to be stirred. I had all this had to happen. So it was kind of like pre labor pains. If, if that's all, I had to look at it like that pre labor pains for the push that was coming along. Mm. How do, how can I overcome something if I never went through nothing? Yeah. How could I encourage my daughter later on if I never had someone encourage me when I was down? How, how could I teach her this when I was never taught? How could I do this? How could I just be an example of a good mother, a, a strong black woman in today's society? Yeah. So yes, my trauma was necessary because I have someone that's looking at me. I have someone that I may be great in God, but she's going to be greater in God. Proverbs, I, love, I don't know what it is about me in Proverbs. Uh, I train up a child in the way that they should go. That way, when they get older, they will not depart from, from it. My trauma played a part in me training up that child. Yes. The grit, the grit and the, the tears and the heartache and the pain had to help me train her up. So that, that is she could be bigger and better. Mm. So, so I guess good. I'll answer it from a mother's standpoint. That's why I know it had to happen. And that's why I know it was it, the better for me that I experienced that. I wouldn't go back and change it. Yeah. All the other church hurt, current church hurt that I, that we're going through, that I'm going through. Man, I wouldn't change it because after the, the after this is going to be so worth it. After the this. after this after is going to be so worth it. Man, that's good. So what you're saying is you are better after the experience because you know that there's someone that's coming behind you that is greater and they have to have a good example of how to even maneuver through this thing called trauma. That's exactly what I mean. That is yeah. so good. Because when you think about it, ain't that what Jesus did for us? Didn't he go through this trauma? So that we know how to do it. He said in Hebrews that he can identify with every emotion, everything we have ever had to face and yet not seen. So he was the forerunner. No, John yes. was the forerunner for him. But he was not the forerunner for us, but the example on how you go through trauma. It don't get yeah. no more traumatic than the very people who said Hosanna, then crucify. It don't get yeah. no more traumatic than the quote-unquote church people, Pharisees and Sadducees, sitting up here nailing me to the cross. It don't get no more traumatic than my 12 homies are scattering when I'm on this cross. It don't get no more traumatic than <laughs> yeah. the treasurer sitting up here and selling me out for 30 pieces of silver. It don't get no more traumatic than that. And it yet, it's still, I fulfilled my assignment and i completed yes. my purpose yes for yes. you tiffany for you ashley for you medina for you pam for you fagan for you sarone for you janine for you brie for Call you here he when he carried his cross he showed us how we would have to carry our cross that's it that is it yeah that is it that's why I think we, everyone has touched on this who has been, had a conversation with me. Our identity cannot be found in anybody else but him. Wow. He died so we could find it in him. Yeah. He arose again so we can keep it in him. He ascended so that we can continue in it in him. Yes, yes. Mm. 
That's good. Ooh. That's good. <laughs> so we can look at trauma as a way of identifying with our Savior, not just in baptism, but we can identify with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said in his word it was good that I was afflicted. Afflicted. That I may teach yes. people your ways. I can't yes. teach you nothing that I ain't gone through. Yes, yes. And life, life is full of swift transition. Baby, listen. Swift. Quick, it, yeah. That's all it says, the swift transition. It, it don't say it's going to be good transitions. Uh -uh. It's going to be easy transitions. It should have said it was, it should have said it's going to be full of necessary swift transitions. Come on. How are you trying to get somewhere and you don't go through nothing? How are you going to be a better person and you ain't went through nothing? You ain't paid the cost to be the boss, baby. No. You want the title, but you don't want the tears. You want or to carry the, the crown, but you don't want to hand God over his glory. But yet you want to wear the crown. I'm not, you ain't been through nothing. He Your said cross ain't been enough. There was a cross before there was a crown. Ooh. Yes. That is so good. That is so good, sis. Man, I thank you for sharing your story, sharing your anointing, sharing yourself. Thank you, Steve, if you listening, for sharing your wife with us. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you hear him holler? Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is, is that's your 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tiff. I love you, this too. Is I, I, if you are feeling led, and I know you are, us <laughs> an encouraging word. Whatever song comes to you, sing us an encouraging word and then close us mm. out in prayer. Okay. Well, let me say this first, and I'm going to give you an encouraging word. Who, for y'all that are on here, get you some good sister friends. Get you some good brother friends. Your circle has a lot to do with how far you're going to go in your purpose. Absolutely. Them gossiping ones got to go. Yep. The negative ones got to go. You can love them, but from afar. My village is strong. My team is strong. Tiffany know her role. Janine know her role. Toya know her role. Cammy know her role. Ebony know her role. Yeah. And I don't want to keep calling names. I don't want to offend nobody and leave nobody out. But my circle is tight. But it's right. It's tight for a reason. I can chitty chat with you all day long. But when I need to go to the throne room, when I need to vent, when I need someone to to pray for me when I can't pray for myself, to hum a melody when I can't sing a song myself, I can get to that circle of friends and know that each one gonna play their role and they gonna play their role and they gonna play their part to the best of their ability. That's right. And we all, and we all gonna win. Yep. You're right, Pam, period. <laughs> um, so let's see. In this life, allow the Lord to use you. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, when you speak to me. 
If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Use me. You can use me. Even when I don't want you to, Lord, still use me. Yeah, God, you can use me. Let them use you. Did you ask me to pray? All right, let us pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, oh God, and we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence all day long, God. We thank you that every crooked path that was made crooked before us, oh God, you came right in on time and you made it straight, oh God. We thank you that you loved on us all day, oh God. You kept us in perfect peace, oh God. When things got a little crazy or chaotic, oh God, you came in and you gave us fresh wind, Lord God. Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that if we were weak at any point on today, Lord God, your strength was made perfect, oh God. Lord, we just thank you that for any bad news that was received on today, oh God, your word had to come in real quick and remind us that you promised that you would never put more on us than we could bear. You promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. You promised that you would be with us to the end of time. You promised that you would keep on walking with us and keep on talking with us, oh God. And so we rest in that alone, that you are with us. Those times we look back and we didn't see any footsteps or we didn't see any remnants of you, it's because you were carrying us, oh God. And so we thank you. Lord God, this word that went on tonight, oh God, thank you for its transparency, oh God. Thank you for the laughter. Thank you for the, the real talk, oh God. Thank you for the deliverance, Lord God. Thank you for every amen, every aha moment, Lord God. Thank you for whatever you did, oh God, and whatever word you spoke to each person on this line on today, on tonight, oh God. We just thank you because you are indeed a great God. You're a merciful God. You're a kind God. And over anything, oh God, you're a faithful God. You love us so well. You keep us so well, oh God. And no matter what comes, oh Lord God, help us to stay focused on you. Help us to keep you first. Help us to continue to seek your face. And when we seek you, everything that it is we need will be found in you because you are I am. Whatever it is we need, as long as we seek you, we got it. Whatever it is we want, as long as we seek you, we will have it. Whatever it is we're searching for, if we keep seeking you, we will find it. You are the great I am. Whenever, wherever, however, and whatever we need you to be, you're just that. And we bless your name for that, oh God. Bless Tiff and bless this podcast. Bless Identity 139, oh God, and whatever she expected it to be, oh God, let it be that and then some. Her eyes have not seen, ears have not even heard how you're going to use her and what you're going to do through her. And oh God, because I'm attached to her, I win too. Yes, God. So I thank you. It is so, and it is well. In Jesus' name, we pray. Good night, Jesus, and amen. Good night, sis. I love you. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.